The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. WNRI race fans, are you ready? It's time for those most famous words in motorsports. Please welcome the host of Race Chatter, Wayne Bobber, to give the command. Drivers, stop your engine. Good evening, America. It is Monday night, 6.05, and you know what that means. Another edition of the award-winning Race Chatter Program, right here on Smokin' 99.9 FM, WNRI.com. Also, 13 other outlets, including 1380 AM, will be reducing the signal on that at dark. And that's been on the air since 1954. And we also have a very active email at WayneWNRI at Yahoo.com. And one of the purposes is... Folks, if you or someone you know is celebrating a birthday and you want Wayne to announce it on his program, just send him an email. His address is WayneWNRI at Yahoo.com. Help make that special someone feel like celebrating with a birthday shout-out on WNRI. Thank you, Johnny. Happy birthday today, Russ Wood, 29. Uh, Rod Craddock from Alvin, Texas, turns 57. And the driver, Kyle James from all the New London Waterford. And we also have some other work that's been loaded into the computer. And we got a little sound bite here for one of the fastest growing drivers on the East Coast looking for that one big chance. Please enjoy. Eric, uh, how are you satisfied with your, uh, your time trial? I think we're in good shape. Um, it was tough to navigate a group qualifying deal like that with a lot of slower cars out there. But I think overall, I think we're in pretty good shape. But, um, the car feels good. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to squeeze it in with the rain. Hopefully. Uh, now you're the defending champion of this, uh, this race. Um, how are you going to handle it today? You're starting back like in seventh, maybe? Yep, yeah, seventh or eighth. I think we're going to start eighth. Um, just maintain, that's all. Just maintain the best I can. Uh, the invert kind of switches it up quite a bit. So we'll... Um I don't know. We're going we're gonna to play it safe. Hopefully not tear up a race car. we got another race to race tomorrow. So um, play it safe the best I can. But at the end of the day, this is uh, racing. So I'm sure it won't go exactly how it needs to every time. It never does. Yep. Um, so what are you looking for in the future now? Um, anything I can get, really. Uh, as far as like the racing career goes, I mean, anything I can get. Uh, if I can continue moving forward with uh, Sam and the Xfinity deal, then I'm going to continue doing that. And if, um, I mean, hell, if I'm running this super late model for the rest of my life, I'll be happy too, you know. I have a good program, good group of people, and we've we've done a lot over the last couple of years, and I'm really, really proud of, proud of them and, and uh, where we've come from. It's pretty cool. It's not very common that a deal like this has uh, come together, so it's pretty cool. Right. Now, um, there's a bunch of cars here today in your division. Uh, who are you, uh, you going to be concerned about? Um, I know Byron will be here, not today, but tomorrow. William Byron 
turn uh, in Donnie Wilson's car. So, I mean, that's that's a force to be reckoned with, no doubt. Um, I know Cole Cole was good earlier. It seemed like he fell off a little bit, Cole Butcher. Um, but, you know, I mean, we always end up racing with DJ no matter where we're at. We always end up racing with him. Uh, so I'm sure he'll be good, too. But, like you said, there's a lot of cars. There's going to be probably some surprises in the field. And we'll... Uh, We'll see how it goes. Good. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Good luck. Appreciate it. That was Derek Griffin from Carolina with our ace reporter, Jim Snape. Brought to you by Angels Collision Center. Over at 274 Putnam Pike, Route 44, Chapacha, Rhode Island. 8.30 to 5 p.m. Until the golf courses heat up, he likes to sneak out there and get a couple of uh, holes in in the afternoon. Windshield replacements, expert color matching, right on the premises for over 27 years. Also, a very secure lot with high fences, barbed wire on the top, and LED lighting. If you're waiting for an insurance adjuster to make that deal with you. At Angels Collision Center, proud sponsor of that number 10, Keith Ballou and the Monster Minis up at Thompson Speedway, which finally got, after two weeks, seven storms, two hailstorms, and a beautiful rainbow. The second day of racing a week later on Saturday night. We'll be talking about that and so much more after we talk a little bit about Ford High performance. Not Chevys, not firing cars, not drift cars. How about Roush Mustangs? F-150, you're looking for a chip? Well, they got them right there at D&B Performance. Since 2000, responsible for the Tasca racing program with the uh, funny cars and stuff. That's Bob and Dawn. Tune-ups, lubes, oil, and filters located at South Main Street, Pasco, Rhode Island, 401-710-9800. And they also have machine shop capabilities now. Have to have that head planed, uh, do some valve work. Yeah, it's still being done. And they're not afraid to get the hands dirty at D&B Performance. And also, attention, if you are an experienced mechanic, ASC certified or not, Stop in in person to DMB Performance, South Main, uh, South Main and Pascoe, 401-710-9800, and talk to Bob about joining the staff as one of their top quality mechanics. We also got to talk with Ryan Moore with that big win down in Carolina. Please enjoy. Hell of a run, man. Tell me, tell me about your race. Yeah, great race. You know, we just uh, played it smart. Um, had Andrew Hicken from King Racing up, up there spotting for me. And just, he kind of controlled the race, and I just held the steering wheel. Uh, he just, he did a really great job kind of holding me back. And um, we knew those guys were going to burn their stuff up a little bit. And we just had a lot of car left at the end. So uh, we'll go uh, go get it cleaned up and uh, work on the damage a little bit. And, we, you know, if you don't have that many restarts with 15 to go, it's going to get rough and, exactly. and gouge. And so, but uh, that's all good. We can we can patch it up. And we'll do a it again. Little contact there a couple of times. That, did that give you the lead? Um, no. I mean, we had a better car, you know. And I was under the 53 a few times, and he mm-hmm. shot me. I mean, to the point even the race director had you know told him to knock it off. So uh, he got me earlier in the race, uh, pretty early in the race, knocked me out of the way. Mm-hmm. So uh, what goes around comes around. Sure does. Nice run. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. That was Ryan Moore with that very impressive win down in Carolina. Again, thank you, Jim Snape and Crystal Snape for the fantastic photos covering the southern part of our country early in the season. But Thompson Speedway was really hopping after the rainbow. 
Tonight's transportation and limousine services provided by CJ Trans of Fairbanks and all of our hairstyles doesn't have much to work with by Worcester Hair Company. What a great job they do over there. And also, Sunoco Race Fuels. I get that 110 octane. Just go on the locator uh, right on your computer, Sunoco Race Fuels. Pop in your zip code for the location closest to you. That way you don't have to add that octane booster to stop that pinging on top of the heads. Get some quality gas in there to start with. You also have a fantastic big show coming in now that Thompson has finally got the big icebreaker weekend in with all the divisions. And to really treat the fans, they gave you a second monster mini. It was green to checkers, but it's valuable points too. Stafford has their spring sizzler, and they've added some rock star drivers to it. Attention right now has been signed up with their pre-entry. Ryan Newman, Bobby Labonte, John McKennedy, and Matt Mr. Money Hirschman will be added to the Stafford Sizzler. Okay, also the SRX series with Bobby Labonte, uh, Waltrip, and a few others. They'll all be back, too, uh, July 2nd for the two years in a row. Kobe won that last week. The modified driver coming away with the very first SRX win. Forty-two fifty for that, for all the heats and the quality racing. Bobby Labonte, all the NASCAR stars. A regular lineup for Stafford Speedway on the Friday night schedule will commence right around 5, 6, 22. And it looks like, weather permitting, that's going to be a whopping 22 race schedule. Let's see how the rain gods work on that. Okay, we also have Little General Stores with some specials, and I got my hotline going, and I got one hot driver on there right now. But Little General Stores, there's one in your neighborhood, Chuck Hamburg, the good stuff, four ninety nine a pound. I get mine ordered in one-pound increments. There's so many meals you can make in a nice pound of Chuck Hamburg. Now, just for Easter... I'm not going to give you the price because they got them in all different sizes and all seven franchises. Buddha. No, let's call it butter. Butterball hams. All different sizes, all different prizes, uh, sizes and prices, but they have them stocked. In all the stores. Uh, Norm the Milkman got them all out there. Now they added on a seasonal thing that my wife spotted already. I transferred the email over to her to let her know what the specials was. So now it's going to cost me. Fruit Ambrosia at $5.99 a pound. It's a very seasonal item. And you're really going to enjoy that. Now I got to play right now a commercial because it's going to be the perfect segue for our first guest tonight. He's going to be on the phone right now. He's burning up the tires right now while he's holding the brake. Like a drift car? Hold on. Don't touch that dial. Harvest Moon Health Foods, Route 21, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza at Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Healthy foods for a healthy lifestyle. Gluten-free products. Over 100 dried herbs, nuts, and seeds. Healthy snacks. 
help your body to reinforce its immune response? Hemopathic and Herbal Allergy Relief. We stock quality brand manufacturers, including Against the Grain, Rudy's, Nature's Plus, Batlane's Organic Oils, Food for Life, and so much more. Natural honey and organic coconut sugar, raw milk. Elderberry for flu remedies, consumer-friendly hours on Monday through Wednesday, 10 to 6 p.m., Thursday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Harvest Moon Health Foods.net, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza, Putnam, Connecticut, 860-928-2352. Proud sponsor of Brian Tag and the number 9 in the late model at Thompson Speedway. And on the line right now, we have former Thompson Speedway late model weekly champion, Mr. Brian Tagg. How are you tonight? Good. How are you doing, Wayne? Fantastic. A week ago, a week ago, we are sitting there. I'm talking to your dad. He says, he hit 20 seconds three times out. And then the rain came. We couldn't get the rain in uh, your particular race on a Sunday. Did we lose anything for the car sitting all week? And then you come out with a fantastic, really good point day. Second place on the icebreaker delayed version. How was that rocket ship? Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, it, was, uh, it was very fast. The best icebreaker finish that I've had since I've been driving. There's always, always the Achilles heel for me is the icebreaker, whether it's a seventh or a, even a second in the Thompson Modified before. But it's just, I can't believe it. I can't believe that we actually had a good run. Um, the car held up just the way it was last week. We didn't change anything. Um, it went back out, and it was still fast. The track changed a little bit. But, you know, we all knew the track would probably change. We didn't know if it was going to get tighter or looser. But uh, we knew it was going to be green again because we got all that rain. So. Okay, I did an email here for you, Brian, already. I put it this afternoon on Facebook, and uh, uh, Tom from uh, Worcester, Massachusetts says, going from week to week with the rocket ship, what was the track conditions as far as rubber on the track? Did it all get washed off? You know, this time of year is generally a grippier time of year because there is less rubber on the track and sat, you know, sitting all winter. So, Usually we don't expect from the track this time of year. In week to week, it really didn't change too much because the temperature was pretty much the same. Um, nothing else was really running out there, so it was. We just kind of went with the same baseline because we just we, we figured it wasn't going to change the rain coming down like it did, and um, you know we had hail too that day uh, this past Saturday. So it was uh, it was pretty much the same. Yeah. Now, if I remember right, in that virus season that we had previous. The uh, last part of the season, I remember you making a comment. You followed that uh, yellow number four around the track, and he had that newer style body. So was it much convincing, Dad, to open up the purse strings and get that new style body this year? Well, you know, the, the reason behind that is I finally just wanted a new windshield. So I, I talked <laughs> him into a whole new body. <laughs> so I did notice a difference. When I was behind Tommy Carey at the World Series, I could see his car was... was you know, he's always good anyways, but he was cutting in really good. Cutting, you know, going through the center, going into the turn really good. And I knew the new body hopefully wasn't going to hurt us. There's a bigger right rear shelf on these new bodies where the air really likes that. And it's given a little more side force. So I think that really helped us out. Uh, we needed a few tents, and uh, we got it. Um, the, the setup is right on, too. i got to thank Bob Hill from BFR Chassis for that. But 
we're uh, we're there. It seems like now uh, most of the competitors, and uh, I think right now, you guys have moved into number one. For the last three or four years, I have stated on this show, and most purists in racing, that the SK division at uh, Stafford on Friday night was the most competitive in New England. But I think right now, the Thompson late models is the toughest division, the most equal in all New England. You know, the crate motors, right? I was talking to a friend that drives an SK Light. He has a crate motor also. The thing with the crate motors is is you're so even. So when you're on the inside, you have to have a really good car at a track like Thompson because it can make an ill-handling car on the outside look really good because of that banking. And with these crate motors, you've you got to be right on. And if you slip a little bit underneath someone, they'll pull you. And it might take you two more laps to get by them if you don't have the guy behind you trying to get around you. So this... There's some strategy to be played too. Whether it's worth them, you know, to, to try to take the spot or to, to fall in line and, and, and wait for the perfect time. It's a it's a kind of a chess game. I'm going to bring our listening audience up right now. We're listening to the race chatter on Smoking 99.9. Our affiliates down in Tampa, St. Petersburg, Seattle, Washington, and uh, 13 other avenues, including Armed Forces. And we have on the line right now 2015 late model track champion from 2015 and uh, really a racing royalty family. Grandpa John, way back. Had a version of a modified, uh, you know, way back with uh, the number 61 and a few other thoroughbreds. And then Tommy Tag came into the picture and got himself a championship in the SK Mods at Thompson Speedway in 1990. And I did say 1990. He doesn't look it, but, you know, that's over 32 years ago. But, uh, and also, Tom snuck in in 1995 a K&N Pro Series race that he never told me about. I guess that'll be another story. Now, also, you have a nephew that had a real good, too, uh, with the number three, and uh, from Oxford, Massachusetts, and he finished a couple of spots ahead of, uh, which I'm call Rocco in that race. So the family had a fantastic weekend. Now a lot of people are asking me, and I got the emails: Who's Derek Lukacher and all that? And how did he beat Brian and Rick Gentis and all these uh, thoroughbreds in this late model race? He has not come out of anywhere. I was there when he won the act race at Thompson Speedway, turned a few heads, and I also saw him uh, two weeks ago on the Saturday version in that Limblad yellow number 48 that Thompson Speedway has listed as another driver on that. But that was Derek in that, and he's scheduled to run that car 88 or 9 more times this year. Now, an exclusive interview that I had with him, I asked him point blank, I says, was the advantage of running the week before in that past Super Late model, that yellow 48 down, did that help you? And he said immensely. That I think he's yeah. going to be a factor this year. I, he's an up-and-coming talent. He's not a fly-by-night. He, he's got it down pat. No, he's there. When he shows up in our division, you know, we knew we, we know who we're going to be. I joked with him last year. Because um, him and I talk every now and then, and uh, I was joking. I was like, "Listen, you taking this week off so I can have a chance to win?" And that actually happened to be the night that I won because he wasn't there. 
Um, I'm hoping it was, you know, just not because he wasn't there. But he's, he, you know, Wayne, he's, he's the guy to beat right now. He is fast everywhere they go, whether it's Thompson or they go up to Oxford in the ACT series. Those, those guys, uh, they got a young crew, and uh, they're willing to work and put the time in, too. So, I mean, he's great to race with, too. He's, he's good. He's a class act, and um, he's got a bright future. I think this is really going to work out well. Hey, I've got a question for you. And uh, I got a couple of emails around the country right now that are asking basically the same question. So Norman and Mr. Gorilla, Gorilla from Providence, I don't know who this guy is, but they're coming up with the same type of question basically, and it is appropriate for the airways. I mean, this isn't a, you know, adult show here, but uh, they're asking, would the two new owners from the Act Tour running Thompson the third year in a row, all the instructions say by act type modify uh, act type late model cars. Are these cars turnkey to run an act race and Thompson or is there anything that changed? The only thing that you need to change with our cars to run at another track for ACT is the rear ends. There's quick change rear ends in most of these cars. So it just you just gotta change the gears. You pop off the back of the rear end cover you drain the oil a little bit, you, you replace it with whatever gears are going to run, and then you change your springs around, which are all on coilover, so you can have another set made up. And you can literally turn key. I could take this car that's sitting in the garage right now, change the gears and some suspension parts and the springs, and you can go up to Loudon and, you know, and race with those guys this Saturday. What a savings that is for the race teams. It is. That and the motors, everything. They make it so it is affordable still. I know... Racing and affordable usually doesn't go great in the same sentence, but they, as, as good as you can do it, they're, they're doing it. And the respect. Uh, you know, I keep st- seeing this every time I see the Actor or the past Super Late models, the NEMA midgets and the Actor. Those drivers and those owners have more respect for the competition than any of the other divisions. You got, you got the best of the best for the most part with the, uh, I'm not too familiar with the NEMA, but for ACT, I'm racing on the tour with those guys, and you're racing against people that are respective champions in their own divisions where they started out back at their other tracks, and you get all these guys together, and you really, you got a great mix of guys, and it's a long race, so you got to give and take a little bit, but you've got guys that can drive on those 8-inch tires, and after 125 laps, it's not as easy as it was on lap one, so it's, the respect has to be there, but it's it's there with the, with the series, and I really enjoy I enjoyed running on it. I miss it, but uh, you know the family it comes first, and it's just easier to be racing Thompson uh, with the schedule it has. Well, we get that fourth uh, generation coming up too. She's three or four years old now, so I figure in about fifteen years we're going to have a fi- uh, a female uh, tag family in that championship uh, circle. Now, also, I I couldn't help but notice one thing. Watching the warm-ups and everything else, no William Wall, no Larry Jelinas. There has been a changing of the guard on some of the uh, participants in it. And I know William Wall had a very good career, short career at Thompson. Is he out of racing now? Yeah, I talked to Will about uh, two years ago. We bought a few suspension parts off of him for our car because we use the same type of thing that um, Bob Phil likes to run. And he was, uh, yeah, he, he was done. He started racing dirt bikes. He, he, he dropped like 60 pounds, started racing dirt bikes, because that's a crazy workout right there. And he's just enjoying that. He built a house 
um, not too far away from me, actually. And we talk every now and then. But yeah, he's uh, yeah, they sold everything. He's uh, he's done with the circle track stuff right now. Wow, I, I really miss him. He used to put on a good show too. He really did. Yeah, yeah. And that car was always in top shape. Top shape. Okay, now Absolutely. I gotta I find out from you. With this early season success, the cars running like a rocket ship. I know you were planning on going for a championship, attempting at Thompson Speedway. That uh, lesson uh, schedule there, six or seven races. Are you now going to add in any act races because the car is so good? Uh, you know, I'd love to. I was talking with Chris Rashad today, who um, owns ACT, and I he was you know asking me if I was going to go to Monadnock in May and. I, I don't know. It's hard to say right now because, you know, you, you do have to change the car around a little bit. There is a lot. Having said that, there's a lot of leeway, too, because of Thompson's schedule. So I guess I wouldn't, you know, maybe something might pop up depending uh, pretty much how bored we get. You know, the car's going to be sitting there for a little bit. It'd be nice to go out and run one of those long-distance races because I when the car's good, I really enjoy those long races. They're, they're a lot of fun. And again, I'll bring our audience right up to that, uh, right up to that on this. You are no stranger to the Act Tour. In five years, from 2014 to 21, you participated in 22 races in that prestigious division. Yeah, it was no joke. It was a lot of fun uh, when we could do it. And, and it's just, if we lived a little closer, too, it would be nice. But a lot of those tracks are up in Vermont and New Hampshire. But uh, it definitely makes you a better driver when you're racing against those guys on those smaller tracks. When you get back to Thompson, it's a little more forgiving and uh, a different kind of mentality. So it's, it's fast, Thompson is, but you learn a lot of side-by-side racing on the, uh, on the little bullrings for sure. I got an email here from Oscar Hancock. He says, tell Brian we miss him. We had that famous division. The Thompson Modifieds, and that was from 2009 to 2012. And 2009, you almost became a champion. Yeah, that was a good year. I won five races. I won my first race ever that year, and then we, we won five races. Car was awesome, you know, just rinse and repeat each week. We had, I don't know, 16, 17 races that year. And I came in third, I think, and we were all close at the end. And um, it was it was close. That was that's yeah. That was a lot of fun. That's when I I learned how to drive with eight inch tires. That then, <laughs> you know, that was supposed to be the savior of racing. The Thompson Modified, an affordable <laughs> yep. division for everybody. Oscar's car now is in a museum. He uh, it's down at the Pro Nine Museum in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, on display right next to Old Blue. A number three oh, right awesome. in there. History at Thompson. The division that was going to change the world. And Tom <laughs> Ryan was part of that, too. Andre Marcotte and uh, the other kid, the SK Light champion from Thompson, two or three years. He's working modifies now over at Stafford. He came out of that group, too. So there was some guys that moved on. Yeah, Brian Sullivan um, raced yeah. against him. He, he's had great success. He's at Stafford. He won the championship there. And Cam McDermott, those were the two yeah, guys. Cam, that, um, that's we the one fighting. I was thinking. Yeah, yep, yep. We had some great battles that year, and they both gone on to do to do great things too. Okay, I'm looking at the competition here, and uh, Derek comes away with the win. Uh, Brian second, Nick Johnson, another hot rod uh, young guy coming up through the system, uh, getting more and more laps under his belt. He's going to be a force, and uh, he seems to be very, very fearless. Uh, Ryan Morgan, last year's uh, champion, and to my, uh, there was no surprise to me on that. 
If you looked at Ryan Morgan the last three years at Thompson, he won a lot of races. Then he had that wrist injury where he was all taped up and everything else, and that car kept winning. Uh, Gentis is not going away. Woody Pitcott is not going away. Mark Jennison has won at every single track. Gets my award for the most patriotic car schemes I've ever seen. It really is a, it's an emotional car when he goes out there. They do such a great job on that car. And we're looking down the line here. We had uh, 15, 18 cars in that. As long as the car count holds up on that uh, late model division there, I think with, that's really going to be a bond burner. The, uh, has everybody changed the new new style body? There's a few that haven't. Nick Johnson still had the old one. Uh, the 50 car still had the old one. I, I would say it's a mixed bag. Uh, Jennison still has the old one. So there's, there's some guys that haven't changed over to it yet. Um, they probably, uh, I, I would think eventually they might. I I didn't really want to change. I really like the way that the old style looks. But um, if it's going to help us out, <laughs> I, I, I'm a firm believer in doing that. Now, uh, Troy... With the number three, your nephew, I believe it is, Troy Tallman from Oxford. Has he, de- yep. has he decided uh, with the modified setup to still run both tracks? Staff He's going to run Thompson? both tracks, not with the same. Yeah, not with the same tr- Not with the same uh, car, though. Two different cars. Yeah, he's got two cars. I mean, hopefully not with the same car, because that's a lot of work. Um, Stafford runs more frequently, so I think they're going to try to get one car kind of tuned in for there and maybe have a backup for Stafford if they needed it, whereas Thompson's only having a handful of races. You know, it was really something uh, you know, Rocco has such a following and the dominance, especially in the icebreaker. I don't know how many years it's been in a row. It's just lights out. And then, you know, uh, the spin for the win and the 300 and a few other things that are going on. And I guess he's got eight or nine cars out there either leased or he owns and everything else. And then I was up there Friday on the very first weekend of it, and he he was just off. The car was 10th, 11th, and I'm saying to myself, is he playing cat and mouse because he knows what he's got, or has the pack caught up to him? And I think in that division right now, the, with him and Troy and the 81 and a few others, the maturity part of the other drivers in that division have caught up to him. There's no doubt. There's the competition. You know, you can only you find something that works and you keep on doing it. But the other guys aren't, aren't sitting home just hoping they're going to catch them. You know, they're they're at home doing their homework because everyone that runs in the top five each week they want it. Especially once they've won, they uh, they know how it feels and it changes you. And uh, that's why the competition's gotten much tighter. And uh, you got a lot of good guys up there. And uh, I think it's just going to put on a better show for the fans too. And a lot of those guys, again, are doing the double duty, the two tracks. Yeah, and open stuff, too. Uh, I was talking with Todd Owen this past weekend. You know, he had the outlaw tour-type car there. Then he runs Stafford. And I'm sure he'll do some tri-track races. and he'll do Thompson. So he's, he's all over the place, too. So there's a lot of guys that get a lot of good seat time. Do you think right now, honestly, over the year, uh, Thompson is being run the best possible way with the two new owners a third consecutive years, but at least keeping the track open? Oh, with, without a doubt. If they closed and they didn't have any races this year, then that means most likely there'll be no races next year. Once the, once the track closes, it's really hard to get it back open. And um, the best thing that could happen right now is having those guys 
running it because they care about short track racing and uh, they want to keep it going. And uh, it's, it's, we're just lucky to have that. I got an email from Ronnie here from Waltham, Massachusetts, and he wants to know, is there going to be a tire problem this year with back orders? We're already starting to see some limitations. Uh, like We could only buy eight tires of the icebreaker before you could buy kind of whatever you needed. So nothing crazy like it was at Stafford for everyone last year and like it's going to be this year, but um, they're already coming out. I, I think it's because Thompson is only racing five, six times. It's really not a huge, um, crazy need because ACT is doing Hoosiers also. So I know they have some tires up north, and I, I don't see it impacting Thompson and the weaker guys as much as it would a Stafford or a Waterford that are running almost 20 times. Well, we've been interviewing Brian Tagg, driver of the Doth Vader Black Number no. 9, and uh, a fantastic Second place finish, valuable, valuable points. And uh, what do you got? Five more races in that division, unless they double up next year at the World Series for some strange reason. And uh, I think you got what it takes, but it's going to be awful hard to get it this year with that competition. And I just hope everybody keeps coming back because it's uh, a great place for the late models there on a 5 8 mile track. It's just perfect for it. It really is, and the competition's very crazy. You can start, you know, I started eighth, and I knew we had a good car, but even if you have a little bit better car than the guy in front of you, it takes a little while to get up to him and make the move, and if the race keeps going, then it's that much harder. So it's, it is a great great division, especially at Thompson with the speeds and such, and it's it's going to be a lot, of, a lot more exciting racing this year, I think. I got an email here, and I've been multitasking with three different computers, and this show will be on podcast at anchor.fm slash Wayne-Barber after in perpetuity forever. And the sponsors really love it that way. That way they got the best bang for the buck for their commercials. But he, the guy has got a question for me. I wasn't going to ask you, but I'm going to bring it up. Safety-wise, Thompson Speedway. The emailer brings up the date, 2008, the same Icebreaker weekend, we lost Shan Heyman and the Nima Midgets. 2004, Tommy Baldwin Sr. died there at the icebreaker, hitting that post in the infill. How safe right now is your late model car? It's as safe as it can possibly be. Stuff that happened with, uh, you know, the 7 car and uh, even with Blewett a few years back and with, with Shane, too. It's all freak stuff. You know, it's it's you make the cars as safe as you possibly can. Well, the chassis builder makes them as safe as they can. You, as the driver and the crew, do everything you can with the seat belt, the Hans device, the seats themselves, and it's um, you know, you do everything you can. That's all. You know what I like the, the last fifteen years in racing in all the divisions. Uh, Randy Lejoy, I've had him on the show a couple of times. The joy of seating and stuff like that, and the improvements in the custom seating and the harnesses and stuff for the drivers now at all divisions and then having a program where as the driver if he's a young person gets bigger in size he can you can trade in the seat for the newer model and they're really working with the drivers with safety first they are i had a joy seat in the thompson modified uh it finally got so old that i i got another one but 
the LaJoy seat is great. Um, the Kirky seats, the, everything, like you said, so the, especially with LaJoy, working with the kids and in the program, the little youth racing program they have, safety is a big thing. And, and safety keeps changing. Look at the look at the new car that NASCAR has out there now. They're always evolving. Yep. We learn something every year. You know, there's always from any anything that happens, uh, good or bad, you always learn from it. And uh, it, it is. It's it's great to have that that aspect. Um, you know, looked at. I got, I got another email here, and the person sure. said the person says the tag family is the loudest cheering section at Thompson. Well, you know, they, yeah, that's you, you judge by the company you keep too. So you know, you, you know what I say to that? I can prove it because when you guys are at victory lane and I get down there with my condo hat to take the picture, I got to go to a panoramic view on my camera because you've got thirty-two people on the track. You're all family. Well, well, I hope you can use the panoramic view at least a few times this year. I think we will, Brian. I hope so. And a class act, a great family. And thank you for your family for also sponsoring the Race Chatter program since day one. You're, the whole well, family is a class guy. act. I, pre- I appreciate that. I, I'm very lucky to have them around. And uh, you know, we're lucky to have you too, man. Well, there is one room left on your fenders. If anybody's interested in sponsoring a winning car, give Brian a call. Absolutely. You have a good one. Thank you, Wayne. Appreciate it. Take care. My good friend Brian tagged with the late model. The whole family, that class acts. Really, really good stuff. Corey Cashcoran, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing good. And the car? Uh, well, we didn't even go out yesterday in practice, so uh, we're going to... Was there a problem? No, we... None of my crew guys all had flights for today, um, so we just kind of... Kind of just took it easy. <laughs> so you've run this, you've run this track before in this race. Yes. Yep. We ran here last year. We ran the Mason Dixon race a couple, uh, couple times, I think, and uh, we ran a PRA race here before too. So we got some laps around here. So you uh, do you have a strategy for today of any type? Or? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think. <laughs> I mean, it's probably everyone's strategy at this point, but this place eats up tires like crazy, especially these these this compound. Um, you know, it's a lot easier to save tires, I think, if you have a good starting spot. Right. Um, I'm not known to be the best qualifier, uh, so... You know, either way, just really protect the car and just, you know, the biggest thing is just be there 50 laps to go right. and be decent. You know, you don't have to be good, but be mm-hmm. decent. Right. Well, hopefully you can do well today. I'm hoping so. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Corey Casagrande down south with Jim Snape. My pappy said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. <laughs> story of the hot rod race with the Fords and Lincolns was setting the pace. That story is true, I'm here to say. I was driving that Model A. It's got a Lincoln motor and it's really souped up. That Model A body makes it look like a pup. It's got eight cylinders and uses them all. It's got overdrive, just won't stall. With a four-barrel carb and a dual exhaust, with four different gears, you can really get lost. Got safety tubes, but I ain't scared. The brakes are good, tires fair. Pulled out of San Pedro late one night, the moon and the stars were shining bright. We was driving up great fine hill, passing cars like they was standing still. (laughs) 
All of a sudden, in the wink of an eye, a Cadillac sedan passed us by. I said, boys, it's a mark for me. By then, the taillight was all you could see. Now the fellas ripped me for being behind, so I thought I'd make the Lincoln unwind. Took my foot off the gas, and man alive, I shoved it on down into overdrive. Wounded up to 110, my speedometer said that I hit top end. My foot was blue like lead to the floor. That's all there is, and there ain't no more. Boys all thought lost my sense And telephone poles looked like a picket fence They said slow down, I see spots The lines on the road just look like dots Took a corner, sideswiped a truck Crossed my fingers just for luck My fenders was clicking the guardrail post The guy beside me was white as a ghost Smoke was coming from out of the back When I started to gain on that Cadillac Knew it could catch him, I thought it could pass Don't you know by then we'd be low on gas We had flames coming from out of the side Feel the tension, man, what a ride I said, look out boys, I got a license to fly And that caddy pulled over and let us by Now all of a sudden she started knocking down the gym She started to rock and I looked in the mirror Red light was blinking, the cops was after my hot rod Lincoln They arrested me and they put me in jail and called my pappy to throw my bail. He said, son, you're gonna drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod, Lincoln. Hope you enjoyed that. Northeast race cars and speed. Pick up a ship daily by 11 o'clock. If you need winning pots to get you in victory lane. From New Smyrna, Florida, or Wiscasset, Maine, call 1-800-766-4748. Herbie is down there at Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair, running that part of it from 8 to 5, with the best brake job in Northern Rhode Island. And the motto is, get it repaired right the first time using affordable parts. And you just can't lose with that combination. Race car pot supplier and custom fabrication, chassis setup. And yes, we have a he shed, not a she shed. Yes, it's up and running. They're building race cars, chassis, and three trucks for the uh, Seacock Speedway Truck Division. I think he's going to have a champion in that division, too. And don't forget the lower divisions, too. Shane put three years down there with the grandson and the Bandoleros, the Legends, and all that. So no matter what the division is, Shane Hopkins and his staff, Scott, the rest of the guys up there, will get their job done and get you in victory lane. And that's Northeast Race Cars and Speed, 1-800-766-4748. Or locally at Cox number 401-710-9992. Let them know you heard the ad on the race chatter. Now they're back from vacation. Yes, it was at Bahamas. Those cruise ships are going, but they're back in town now. Uh, Larry's 24-hour towing. Lockout service. Jump-starting service. Did you just buy a motorcycle or ATV? It's unregistered. You want to get it home without getting a tag. Or... Maybe you lock the keys in the key fob in the car. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters? No, I gave enough time. Call Larry's 24-Hour Towing. Now download this number in your Android, your phone, your electronic apparatus right now. And you can be multitasking because it's Larry's 24-Hour Towing, Boroughville Motor Sales, and also the schedule of Rhode Island Vehicle Inspection at 401 568 
1-800-636-6286. Peter, Jerry, Brian, Kerry, they're all back from vacation, and they work with every insurance company. Expert body work also right on the premises. Larry's 24-hour towing, 401-568-6286. All right, Thompson, Outlaw, Open, Modified, finally got the race in. And they kept it in the royalty family. Mike Christopher Jr. comes away, not in his own car, but as a hired gun, and he always does well because it's prepared. That's seven New York of Tommy Baldwin's. John McKennedy, who usually shares the duty in that car, is now running with his own car, the 79, and it all came down to Bit Road. Eric Goodall made the trip from Long Island two weekends in a row. And uh, some of these guys actually raced Sunday. They traveled all night. Uh, Anthony Nasella, the ant with the uh, Nasella paving, and they added some extra money in that, too. The family did on that. Was one of my uh, pre-race favorites on that, but he had to settle for fourth. Bobby Santos Jr., who can drive anything into victory lane in any division, uh, come up in the Timio uh, 44, and uh, Larry Barnett was personally responsible for keeping him in the top five. Uh, Chris Pasriak, sixth on that. Teddy Hodgkin, Another alumni from Shane Hopkins and that crew up there. And also, Sirius Pizzerama buys a tie for him, too. Teddy Hodgkin, a great seventh-place run. J.B. Fortin, Todd Owen. You're going to hear more about him as the season goes on in a couple of tracks. Buddy Charette, another alumni of uh, Shane Hopkins and publicly thanked him on Facebook. Carl Madeiras, Jr., what an all-star cast. Rocco. Uh, did not win this one. He had to settle for a 16th place finish. Like I say, Tommy Barrett all the way down to 20th. Uh, there's another talent, a mystery driver in New England. The ACT Tour, we told, uh, not the tour, the ACT late model division up there. We already had the, a discussion on that. We went through that. So I'm going to skip over on that and go right to the SK Light Modifieds. And that was a whopping 25 lap feature. And they had to wait and come back again, especially with the travel teams. And Stephen Chapman, driving the 14, gets his first career win at Thompson. Boy, this, I heard a rumor there's still partying up there. George Bissett Jr., second. Tyler Chapman, John Sullivan, those are the two favorites in that division going in. Uh, Ethan DeRosha from Canterbury, Connecticut, driving the 16, finishes fifth. And uh, another royalty family, women in racing, 2022. Megan Fuller, sixth place finish, uh, driving for the father and the uncle in that beautiful white number two. She's going to do double duty this year, too, I heard, over at Stafford and the uh, light division, moving up from the street stocks last year. Corey Caddick in the 27th, seventh. Sammy Anderson, another women are racing on that eighth. Uh, Nick Hovey, Trent Goodrow, Steve Kennaway. Former Thompson Speedway uh, champion years ago. I think it was back in 2013. Now he's showing up in an SK Light. Good all-around driver. Uh, Nathan Napitko, too, and Jason Porquette rounded out the outstanding 17-car field for the lights. Those are numbers that you normally get at Stafford and over at New London Waterford. It was nice to see that at Thompson. You know, it was rumors a few years ago they were going to drop that division. The Limited Sportsman feature. 
how can you ever count out Corey Fanning? Especially on the last lap. No matter if it's Seacock or it's here. He's got a championship down to Seacock uh, a couple of years ago in the street stocks. But he has this, he rises to the occasion. He comes out of nowhere. And uh, a lot of people saying it was going to be between Barnett, uh, Gleason, and especially the Watermans. You know, it was theirs to lose. But Aaron Plemons, 67 in Yonkersville, Connecticut car, ends up second in that race. Brent had to settle for, let me see, three fenders and a fourth-place finish. But he's already rebuilding the car for an open tournament. Zach Robinson comes down from Stafford Speedway fame with a championship and tangles with the big boys for a fifth-place finish. Uh, Jason Chickalis from New London Waterford, a sixth-place finish. Oh, my God, Moose Dutton. Uh, unbelievable eighth place finish, the ageless mother. And you know Moose because he's at a number 39 no matter where he drives. Uh, Troy Waterman was in the 7 instead of the 75. I believe maybe it was a brother driving the 75 if I do my homework right here. And I'm looking through. Yes, it was Ryan Waterman in the 75. Oh, I just spotted it now and I didn't realize he was in the race. Bert Ouellette. From the New England Truck Series fame, with all those famous battles with Roger Turbush. And then he went into the uh, street stocks last year at uh, Stafford Speedway. He jumped back in the SK Light and got a 23rd place finish on this. Uh, in the street stocks, I'm sorry. Uh, street stocks, Ellington, Connecticut. Oh, my God. Chris Meyer was in that race, too. 27 cars. The real good thing that happened out of this was the management, a third year in a row with Tom's Speedway, who leased the track from the owning family, decided with the bad weather and having the teams come back in a separate emission for two weekends, basically. It wasn't a package deal. But if you had a pit pass or like me with media, hold on to your wristband because they honored it. But they invited back the mini stocks to run a completely separate race Two weekends in a row. And this was another division. They had really thought about dropping this division two years ago. And then the drivers <clears throat> tightened up the belt buckles and went out there and got some more sponsors. Got the uh, mothballs off the cars. And uh, the first weekend they had 17 cars in it. And they come right back with 13 cars for week number two. A second race for the mini stocks. So... Your numbers are not going to balance out on this. I think it's going to come up to eight starts for the mini starts this year overall. And even the SK Sunoco Modifieds, uh, the World Series at the end, they may run two or three days in a row, separate races, you know, to keep up the NASCAR, uh, you know, label and stuff like that for minimum races, I believe. But this one here was uh, lights out, green to checker, Kevin Moore in the 82 comes away with the win. It's no surprise because he finished third the week before. So if you add up 50 for the win and then 46 for the other, he's got to be in first place right now with 96 points. But he had to beat off two of the six Mikulskis. Remember years ago, it was five or six of them in the race. Well, now it's down to two. Thank God for the competition. The 44 comes in second, and he's no... Uh, a stranger to victory lane. And Scott finishes third in the 51. Tommy Silva, 31 from Gales Ferry. Uh, Jared Roy, 
uh, comes in uh, the one Connecticut fifth. I believe he won uh, week number one. So he's in second place now, I think, two points back. Chris Ivory, Dave Trudeau, one of the elder statesmen of all the divisions in Thompson, still proves he's got it. He's got that fire in the belly for a seventh-place finish. Nadine Coates, women in racing, uh, 2022 with an eighth place. Glenn Roy, Bill Schroller, Ray Herman, uh, JT Superin at the 92, 13-car field on that. Uh, they'll be back in June, and the Whalen Modified's got two more races. They'll have one for the Bud Race and then one back at the World Series at the end. You know what's happening an awful lot now? Every town, every state, these houses are flipping so fast. I'll tell you, if you're in the buyer's market or seller's market right now, you better have your guns loaded because the house is going to move within 24 hours. So we have a company that started out. He's been advertising with me now for five weeks, and his email says one thing. I don't know what you're doing, Wayne, but the ad's working. So keep it going. Real estate agents. This company specializes in estate clean-outs. Junk in your yard, your shed, you want it moved quickly? Call Falcon Properties Preservation Group, and that's owner Timothy Falcon. Moving all types of clean-outs. They are real estate clean-out specialists that will save you money. What a brilliant movie he's got. Instead of using the containers and dropping them off, ruining your lawn, and paying that uh, mileage and labor for the second drop-off, his trucks are tilt body. One shot. Bring it in, load it up, get it out. It saves the price. Right there, you'll be shocked. Falcon Properties Preservation. That's Timothy Falcon on the hotline at 401 205 5786. And boy, what a smart uh, move up company that is. We talked about Oscar the Grouch earlier. Oscar Hancock with his son when they raced against Brian Tag, tonight's guest, with those infamous Thomas uh, Thompson's modifies the smaller division that was supposed to save racing. But uh, he was there, and he's still in business, and you'll see him in the tri-state region. And he made a tragic mistake this year. He moved from Woonsocket to St. Paul Street to better serve his customers at 706 St. Paul Street, right behind Little General Stores, across from the fire department, on the right-hand side of Powell Motors. Now I'm showing my age. But Oscar, he's got two big service doors now. High doors, any size truck or trailer for the vehicle wraps and the graphics, and he doesn't have to depend on weather. So now... He can't go fishing or have a log lunch. He's got no excuses. He's got to punch the clock in and stay there and keep his nose to the grindstone. It's a trade-off to be a successful businessman. But uh, you talk about it, LED lighting, LED signs in a restaurant. You know the sign when you're in a registry or the doctor's office? He's a specialist in this. Did you just get a new pickup truck? And you use it for regular use in your business? Get the rear window with a sign on it. Do the advertising for you while you're driving. If you put a cap on it, put it on the back of the cap. And he's also, da-da, da-da, 
He's an essential coronavirus small business by the state of Rhode Island. So if you need the stickers for the floor for spacing or any special type of signs, how about a trade show sign for book signing for my author's hour show? He's got all of that too. He will sit down with you with that 60-inch screen with Desiree with three E's. What a graphic artist. And just look at the portfolio. Every sign in New England Look at the bottom of it. Signs by American Beauty Signworks. They know what works for your business to increase your bottom line. I know you just did your taxes and you're not happy with those Christmas results. Make a change now. Get the right sign there and start retrieving that lost business to your store. American Beauty Signworks. Did I give you the number? Oh, my God, I got a tattoo to my arm. My wife thinks I'm having an affair. No, it's Oscar's number. 401-767-2922. And you're also doing business with a Vietnam vet. Yes, local 818 Monsaka, Rhode Island. Oscar's right there. He works a lot, too, on the near one van that goes all the tracks. New England Antique Races with Rick Marichal. And also, I got to admit it. Oscar was not a U.S. Marine. He was a Navy guy. But he told me, he said, don't ever put it on the air. So I, I won't ask, okay? American Beauty Sign Works, 401-767-2922. What a show tonight. Could have went three hours. But I'd like to get you right up to date and thank Angels Collision Center, DMB Performance, Moreover Motor Sales, and Larry's 24-hour towing, Northeast Speed with the He Shed, American Beauty Sign Works with Oscar the Grouch. Harvest Moon with Linda with those fantastic rebuild tips. Boy, I talk to her about it all the time because mine are getting sore. Beelow's Flowers in Gift Shop, and they got the pansies in right now. They'll tolerate a light frost or a little snow. Falcon Moving and the Author's Hour Bookstore. As a reminder... We'll be back on the air tomorrow morning with the Author's Hour at 9 o'clock. 